Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. This is the Angels Podcast, and I am Adam Riggs with my co-host, Matt Gallant. Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha again. (laughs) Now you're doing it on purpose. Uh, We are here on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in LA and more. Well, Matt, how you been, bud? Doing pretty good, dude. I like the way you read that final line. It was very dramatic. Was it? And more. What's more? What what more does the believe net, believe.com network have? They've got everything. In fact, I think they even get some new investors, which is is another. We'll talk about that later. No, I'm doing pretty good there, partner. Just um man, I have to tell you, I am like everybody in the world, in the baseball world, and uh, just shocked and dismayed by this Tyler Skaggs passing away. Oh, it's just terrible. I know, man. When I when I pulled it up, I believe I was pulling up my MLB app, and it just hit me right in the face, and I, I kind of just stopped and went, wait. You know, it was like completely surreal. Um you know, it's it's just it's just hard to take in. It's it's just really hard to take in. And then I started thinking, I'm like, man, I mean, the, his family, what it what yeah. it would just, I mean, it's just, I'm sure it's just it's just got to be something that, I mean, I, I can't even fathom how how tough this is. Oh, I, I mean, honest to God, it, the kid's he's 27. He was two weeks from his birthday, and I mean, he pitched a great game the other day. I mean, you sit there and you go. I mean, obviously, baseball and everything else it doesn't mean anything. I mean, this was this young kid, and and they, it, you know, I was reading the reports that they don't suspect any foul play. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's just super sad. And like you said, for the family. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the Angels. So what? But the family and their friends, and he just got married last year, and he was from Santa Monica, where I live, and um, his mom was softball coach at Santa Monica High at Samo High, and. Um, I always rooted for Skaggs because he was like a local guy, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's just so, gosh, so sad, man. It really is. Yeah. And it's, it's like one of those things where you go, do we do the podcast? Do we, you know, not do it? And then, it, you know, we talked about it and you know what it is? It's, um, you know, I think you, you've got to, you, you've got to, you know, honor the guy and, and you got to talk about it as difficult as it is. Um, right, right. But, um, but it does, yeah. put it, you're right. It puts it in perspective. It's, you know, we get so wrapped up in our own little worlds, our own little bubbles and we, we walk around and feel sorry for ourselves. And sometimes we just, we just kind of lose track. And this is, this is kind of an eye opener that, you know, we can say, look, you know, let's just be, you know, um, thankful for, for all that we have and, and for all that, you know, all family and friends and loved ones that we get to see every day, because you just don't know, you just don't know when, yeah, when you don't going to change. You really don't. And, and, um, you know, somebody said to me one time, you know, y- you live like you have a tomorrow. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, none of us have a tomorrow. You don't know. So that's why you got to really try to, you know, they say stay in the moment, stay in the day. It's almost impossible mm-hmm. to do for most people with just yeah. family, life, stress, bills, whatever. But if you break it down to something like this, you see something like this happen and you go, yeah, I mean, that could be me. 
You know, so why go to bed angry at anybody? You know what I mean? Right. Why be pissed off fighting with your friends or your, your family? Um, you know, it's, yeah. life's yeah. short. And it's life is short. My, it's yeah. my, my mom passed away 25 years ago. She got sick, thought she had the flu. Two weeks later, she died. And she was yeah. 56. So what I'm saying is I always carry that with me as a reminder that none of us have tomorrow. But when you see something as tragic as this, you go, oh, my God. It's Yeah, none of us have it tomorrow. But with that said, yeah. God bless him and his family. Yeah, one more one more thing on that. Absolutely. Let's, you know, let's just uh, let's just pray for for comfort, peace for his, uh, you know, his family and his wife and his mom and dad and. And the team as well, because, you know, there, there's definitely a brotherhood there when you, you know, when you suit up with a guy every day and you see him every day and then all of a sudden he's just not there. It's 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 got to be tough. So, you know, let's uh, let's, you know, send our prayers out to these guys and remember them tonight. And, yeah. um, you know, but, yeah. um, you know, and we can talk and let's say maybe next week or something, we can talk about the impact that this has on on the guys on the team and all that stuff. But today let's just say, yeah, let's pray for them, the yeah. family, mm-hmm. the team. And, and, um, uh, yeah. And, and what we can do, this is, there's no easy transition to this, but I say we do something really super positive. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about an angel besides Mike Trout has made the all-star game. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and it's, you know, Here's a guy that nobody thought was going to have a great year, but there he is. You know what I'm talking about. Yep, Tommy LaStella. So, hey, here's an interesting quote. <laughs> he says, this is Madden. Um, he says, even Tommy didn't see that, and he'll be the first guy to tell you, I'm reveling in this. I would tell him straight up that last year or the year before, I could never envision him playing this many days in a row and men and maintaining his game. <laughs> I, I could not be happier. <laughs> oh, talk about a kind of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> I think they took it out of context because Joe is Joe is like the most positive, the the greatest guy. Uh, you know, I spent so much time around um, you know, Joe and. It, it just, it, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but I, I'm telling you, there's, they, they had, to, it's got to be out of context. Because, oh, it has to. He you know, probably said Joe's that while he was, guy. yeah. He probably said that while he was chuckling, or like, oh, I could, I, you know, whatever. But right, I, right. Uh, yeah, I love Joe and Joe Madden. He's a great guy. But Tommy yeah. Lestella, dude, look at his, his numbers are. I mean, think about it: three oh four, sixteen bombs, forty four RBIs. I mean, his on-base percentage, uh, OPS, 856. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. The guy's played 77 games, so this isn't like a – I mean, he's got one more at bat than Mike Trout, and uh, hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. Ten career home runs before this season, 396 games over five years. Yeah, that's amazing. And by the way, we were we – were, you guys at home were uh, – I'm going to do a quick trivia – who is the last angel to make the all-star team outside of Mike Trout? Obviously, you can't answer it, but think about it. I, I, I took a guess. I was wrong, but partner, you know who it was. Why don't we, uh, why don't we save that? Well, there's, the answer is actually two guys. Two guys. Right? Two guys. All right. And then maybe, uh, 
maybe they can put it on our uh, put it on our uh, our ratings on iTunes. On iTunes, right? If you know the answer, put the answer on the rating of iTunes, but it better be under five stars, and then uh, (laughs) exactly. Matt'll Matt'll send you an autographed softball bat. Uh, Okay, watch out, softball! Watch out! (laughs) It's it's listen, man. Just because I'm still playing. (laughs) <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> hey, um, hey, so, so let me ask you a question. What's up with uh, I see Listella? I'm, I'm looking at an article, and he's he's got a a Western shirt on and a Western hat and a and a vest and a, looks like a belt that's like tied or something. Do you know what's going on with that? Oh, unless it was like one of those getaway day dress up things, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just a cowboy player all star wardrobe. Yeah, it must have been a getaway day thing or something like that. Like every okay, everybody dressed up in, in right in, in cowboy gear. Let's hope. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Have a, does he have a, one of those? Um, what are they called? Not Laredo. What are those ties called? Yeah, they wear. No, no, no. It's it's called the uh, bol. Is it a bolo tie? Oh, that's it. A bolo tie. Laredo is a name of a Jeep. Right. You know who wears the bolo tie is the Chargers, Philip Rivers. Philip oh, Rivers Phillip, always has a bolo tie on. He does. And Philip Rivers also has 18 kids, so he probably doesn't have time to tie a real tie because he's got so many kids. <laughs> right. Or he can just pull it off his neck and start beating him. Because 18 <laughs> kids, I mean, I don't know how you keep him in line. No, I think he that. actually has like 10 kids for real. Oh, I know. I heard something like that. Yeah, so he's a, you know, that's great. So, um, yeah. hey, did you watch any of the baseball from London this weekend? You know, I was watching with um, a couple of buddies of mine. We were eating lunch, so I couldn't really, I wasn't paying attention, but it was on the television at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this looks like a good game. And the guy's like, yeah, the guy just hit a three-run home run to tie it up at six. And I'm like, man, this is a good game. And they're like, yeah, it's in the first inning. And I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, it, it insane. was insane. Insane. And, and I, I read an article that basically said the pitchers, okay, because it was played in a soccer stadium and they had that partial three-quarter roof and all that stuff, pitchers were claiming that they couldn't get any bite on their breaking balls. So it was all – you know, they were having trouble with it. So it was fastballs, stuff like that. And with the short dimension to center, uh, it was like a launching pad, man. The Yankees, I'll tell you right now, I don't think anybody's going to beat the Yankees, with exception of uh, the Dodgers. But we'll, we can talk about that uh, hmm. the time. But it was, I watched both games, not all of it, because it was like four and a half hours each game. But, um, you know, they, you know they, they actually built a field on top of the soccer field so as not to damage the turf. They had a platform put down. Then they put the turf and the dirt. They, and everything they, they put up for this game, they've broken down. And Major League Baseball bought a storage facility in London to store everything, including the chicken wire that went around the lights for next year when the um, – I think it's St. Louis and the Cubs play. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, man, that's that's insane. Did you see the plane, by the way, that they flew out on? It was like, oh no, it was, it was sick. It was crazy. They, the guys were all sending Instagram uh, pictures from the plane, and uh, it was it was amazing. It it was like, I mean, they were just like lounging. There was conference tables and oh, you're uh, kidding. Oh man, yeah, it was it was enormous. It was 
it was some serious opulence right there, brother. It was pretty Amen. cool. And I, w- I wanted to ask you about this. When, when as, a, as a player, okay, you're a player, and uh, as a player, these guys are going over to London. It's a huge PR thing. How how are they able, and it didn't look like the Red Sox uh, relievers were able to focus on the game. How are you able to focus on the game with all this extracurricular stuff going on? All your family's there. Everybody's sightseeing. And, oh, by the way, um, you get a game, uh, and it's going to be, like, 95-plus. I mean, how, how are they able to do it? Yeah, I mean – you get pulled a bunch of ways. It's always whenever you go to your hometown, you know, you have a ton of ticket requests and a ton of people that are, um, you know, want to see you. And there's a lot going on at night. And, you know, it, it, it's probably something like that. Right. right. Uh, when you do a trip like this. So you're getting pulled all different ways. But, you know, these guys have an ability that when it comes time it's you know it's time to hit it's four o'clock and, and you know you put the uniform on it well these guys these guys get back into the routine they still stay in their routine mm-hmm. and they concentrate and that's what they do that's why they're professionals so um you know the it's it's kind of what they do you know and and you you, you know once you're in that once you get in that clubhouse and once you get into that environment, it's, I mean, you're pretty much protected. You're pretty much, everything's, you're kind of in that little bubble. So, so it's um, like game on, like you basically, it's kind of like you step in and, and, and you're away from the distractions and it's kind of go time basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically a creature of habit. Right. So it's like, you know, I'm sure they did the same exact same exact routines as they did when they were uh, if if they were on just a road trip to Texas or whatever, right? So, it's it's the same routines. You're doing the same things, and and you try to keep everything the same. And then it's, you get on the field and you concentrate, and that's what these guys do. And that's what you know, because you know, there, a lot a lot worse things happen, you know, throughout the year that you know. Right. Sometimes you get in a fight with your wife, or you know, you you've got uh, you got in an accident earlier today, or you lost your credit card, or you know, you got a ticket, or you know, there's always stuff happening in the during your normal life. But it's it's really weird that once you get between the lines, that stuff just goes away. Everything just goes away, and then when you leave the ballpark, and there it Comes, is again, you deal with it. You know, it's kind of like after a hard day at the office. Your boss is yelling at you, so you go and you, you take an Uber to the bar, get shit faced. You forget all about it until the next day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, but different. But different, right? Exactly. No, but that's interesting because I, you know what? What a lot of fans never, but none of these people think about this. I'm sure is you guys are you, you ball players. You're human beings. Yeah, if you're having a, trouble at home. It's just like, you know, it's it's going to affect you or you're hoping it's not. Yeah, like you said, you you can lose your phone, all this stuff. All this stuff's got to come into play. The pros obviously don't allow it to kind of seep into their game. But, I mean, look what's happening with um, the guy in the Cubs, Zobrist. He's, you know, he's going through a divorce and they put him on the, um, uh, you know, whatever that list is where he's, you know, you know leaving. He left the team. He hasn't been, he hasn't been back in like six, seven weeks. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. That's crazy. Yeah, that crazy? I mean, think about it. It's like, yeah, human beings. These are human beings playing a game. 
And uh, most fans don't realize that, you know? I certainly right. did. When I was younger, I didn't. I'd be like, what? I still remember when I saw one of my favorite players, uh, Carl Ustremski, smoking a cigarette in a dugout. I was crushed. <laughs> I saw a picture of him smoking a cigarette and, and like drinking a Budweiser. And I'm sitting there going, what? Ball players don't do that. That was a quick, rude awakening. And then, of course, there was the whole Wade Boggs thing, but we'll go to that another time. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, I, I know I told you this before, but it was crazy to me, you know, that, that you know, it's like everybody in Japan smokes. It's like <laughs> everybody. You get, you get in from the field and there's like little rooms behind the dugout and everybody just goes down to those rooms and lights up. I mean, everybody just lights up. And they change their shirts like five times a game. So weird. And um, the craziest yeah, just... thing. You're kidding me. The, these, these athletes are going to go have a smoke. Yeah, they go. I, I'm not kidding you. They, you go down, you go down underneath, and it's right behind the dugout. So you take a couple steps down. It's not like you're going down like 30, 30 right. steps. It's like five steps, and you go down like five steps. There's another room in there. It's like a little concrete bunker, and they're all drinking green tea and smoking cigarettes and, <laughs> and changing their shirts. And it's the weirdest thing. It's so strange. Oh, that that, that's normal. So that's normal for that is so strange. Yeah. Oh my God! I, you know, they say Joe, you know, Jolt and Joe DiMaggio. Um, they called him Mister Coffee because he drank so much coffee in the dugout, and so he would drink the coffee. I read this article said he would drink his, the coffee, you know, to get you know fired up, and then he'd have a cigarette to calm down <laughs> during the game. It's amazing. Yeah. I was yes, yeah. I saw him smoking in the dugout. I was crushed. Oh my gosh! I I played with a guy, um, Jim Jimmy Layritz. I I remember Jim Layritz. Yeah, Jim Jimmy Layritz. Oh my gosh! I think he hit the last home run in the nineteen hundreds, right? Nineteen ninety nine. I think he hit a home run. Oh, he had a uh, huge home run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and they, I think they won the World Series that year, and he had hit the last home run. Anyway. you know what's weird about this? This guy used a bat. It was like 36 inches long, and I it felt like 36 ounces. The thing was just like a club. It was amazing. But this guy would take one of those Gatorade quarts, and then it was like in his locker, he'd have this big GNC. It looked like a GNC like display, and he would oh. take all these pills he would crack them open. He would pour them in. He would just throw. And then he would throw, like, the the one, the things that would dissolve. And he'd oh. throw the capsules in there. And he literally would throw 20 capsules in there. Oh, my God. And by the time the thing was just, like, this brown, disgusting color with all this, like, plastic melting capsules in there. <laughs> and he would drink that all game long. And well, are we, where were, our boys in the last seven games, they – uh what they get to? They, they get to two games above five hundred. Uh, they get to one game above five hundred. One game, and then um, yeah, then we had the. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the uh, last few, dude. So close. I mean, the guys were rolling, and this weekend kind of was. Um, this weekend yeah. was kind of a thud, you know. Yeah. So last time we we talked, they were going to they were going to play Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And so they won, won, won. They beat Oakland. That's they won three in a row. Then they lost three in a row to Oakland. So, and we kind of talked about 
Oakland being a pretty big series because yeah. of the standings and they're ahead of them in the wild card, and that would be a that would be a good good time to to keep on a roll and 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 gain some ground here, put them behind you. But um, yeah, yeah that, it didn't go that way. But that's tough. I mean, like if like you said, you look at it, you go. They came off a win with St. Louis. They take two from the Reds. Start off big win against the A's. So you're thinking we get some momentum. All right, mm-hmm. we're gonna go. And then seven two four zero. And then in the blowout, Brett uh, Osmus was not happy. He was he was just not happy about it. And he even said, uh, "I'm gonna try to fight." He said, "You win the first game of the series against the team you're chasing. It's kind of." Uh, talking about getting blown out on Sunday. He goes, it's, it's kind of unacceptable. We need to play better than that, quite frankly. Any of us that put on the uniform and go into that dugout, we need to do a better job. We're chasing Oakland among other teams in the hunt. We just got back over 500, and we lose three in a row. We just have to do better. Simple as that. I mean, it, I mean that basically says it all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And they were, yeah, that's going to be tough, too. I mean, think about this. They they were outscored in those three defeats, 23 to 5. I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of an ass whooping. And, and the thing that's funny, that's, that's odd about that is the offense was just kicking ass. You know, they were really gelling. So, you know, yeah. what yeah. happens in that case? How, how does that, what what's that about as a player? Just... You know, you come yeah. off four in a row, you're like, yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom. What, I mean, obviously, it's about the pitching, but besides that, what, what else goes into well, it? They didn't, they didn't score very well either. They, uh, let's see, they lost they, the last three losses. They scored two, zero, and three. Yeah, so, so that's five, twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, twenty-five to five. Yeah, it's not very. That's not very good. At, uh, no. offensively, and then you know the A's just. You know, they they just had time of hitting, and you know they 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 played long ball on them, and you know you end up on the short end of it. But you know it's tough because you focus in in and they were trending the right way, and it just seems like this team we we just can't we just can't keep the momentum going. You know, we can't string it together. They're yeah. so streaky. They're just so so streaky, and I don't I don't know what it is about it that. That's doing that makes that happen, but you know, unfortunately, you know, we're sitting back again now. What's the record? We're right one now game, one game under forty two and forty three. Yep, yep. forty two and forty three. Um, and four games behind Oakland. I'm going to try to pull. I'm looking for the. Yep. Uh, let's see, I'm going to try Cleveland. to get the. Yeah, I'm four games behind the Cleveland. Four games behind Oakland. They're both a half game behind Texas. Right. And that's a team that's uh, that's a shocker in itself. Yeah. You know, Texas playing that well? Hold on, I'm going to just look something up. I'm going to look up the wild card and see where we're at. I thought I had it up there, partner. I thought I had it. I'll tell you where we're at. We're 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 behind Cleveland, Oakland, Boston, and then Tampa Bay and Texas are now in the wild card at this point. So... Four and yeah. a half games out, and I mean, considering that, that, dude, that ain't too bad, man. That is not, not too bad. bad. No, it's really not, and that's it's not bad. But it, but it, but it is because they've gotten to five hundred twice, right? And then they fell back under. So 
it's it's like it's like they're just stuck in this mediocrity but i don't know it's just i don't know what it is i don't know what it is about them they're just so streaky very streaky and this is like the first time last week was the first time they had the entire starting team um together yeah you know and that's um yeah, that's that's tough. What is let's say I want to let's see who what's the schedule like coming up because you know you get the All Star game coming up and you want to well, you, you got you some know. big ones here. You got you got yeah. uh, Texas and then you got Houston. So you got oh, you got three more in Texas and three more in Houston. So this is uh, this is some pretty pretty valuable yeah, th- games. These up. are yeah. I mean I, I mean yeah. That's going to be tough. To, they're on the road, and they're dealing with it. You know, you know the death. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing a team that I mean, Texas is just—I mean, it's unbelievable what they're doing this year. Considering their pitching isn't that great, and then you go to Houston, who's always good. Um, yeah, they got to hope for at least five hundred or better on this. At least five hundred. You know. Oh yeah. At I least, agree. which is going to be, which is going to be tough. That is going to be tough. I mean, considering what they're going through now as a team with, like, you know, Santana's gags, and, uh, that that makes it. That's going to make it really brutal. And I mean, what do you do, right? I mean, what do you do? And plus, now they're going to have, uh, yeah, that's that's a really that's going to be a tough, uh, tough, tough thing. Did you see that um, last week? The Angels called up that two-way player, Jared Walsh. Yeah, I saw they called him back up. You know, that's pretty cool. I mean, he's uh, so he's a now the Angels now have three first basemen on the roster, who owns <laughs> Justin Bohr and this dude, but he can pitch. You yeah. know? Oh yeah, he can pitch. Yeah, that's, that's that's yeah. Have that's you ever play, do you ever play ball? Do you ever play with a with a guy that was a a considered a two-way player, or as we would say in 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 high school, just a normal guy. Like he was the, the best guy was the was the two-way <laughs> right, player. Exactly. He played yeah. short and I pitched. Everybody was a two-way player. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. uh, what was that guy out of uh, Texas? There was a guy, uh, Brooks Kieschnick. Brooks oh. Kieschnick. I played oh. uh, fall league with him, and uh, that that guy could uh, that guy could pitch and could hit. He was he was pretty impressive. But no, not not anybody that I mean played against Rick and Keel. Oh. Played against Rick and Keel back in the day when he was coming up through AAA, and uh, he came, I think he was playing for Memphis, and he came to Albuquerque, and he threw a shutout and hit like a homer and a triple and won the game by himself. I mean, it was like the guy was like the best player I've ever seen. It was that, insane. That is and, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I- that dude. That too was amazing, man. It was he crazy. was amazing. And the fact that he reinvented himself after getting the yips and not being able to pitch and actually made the majors as an outfielder. Yeah, and he was pretty good. He was, he was a he good was, outfielder. Yeah. I mean, th- that to me is unbelievable because, you know, everyone's like, oh, whatever. Whatever. First of all, even to make it into minor league baseball is amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. to make it to double A, triple A, but to make the show as pitcher and then as a a, a player, it's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, what would ever I happen? Know. Wonder what he's doing now. He's probably coaching or something, huh? I have no clue. Yeah, but but yeah, he was a special athlete. That one, he was he was pretty cool. 
You know who else? Uh, Darren Dryford actually could swing it. I mean, he used to. I mean, he used to hit bombs in batting practice. His batting practice was amazing with the uh, with the, when I was with the Dodgers. So yeah, he had I remember a, that. He was a big dude too. Yeah, he was big. He was he was a big dude. Hey, speaking of big dudes, I saw that Otani was uh, pitch, throw, making some throws the other day. Look at Otani. Yeah, he's been forty-seven games. He's hitting three hundred. Yeah, twelve bombs, thirty-five RBIs. That is four fifty-five in the last seven, in the last six games. He's batting four fifty-five. That's unbelievable. Pretty good. And here's the thing. I'll be honest. When they when they got him, they paid a lot of money. I'm like, oh, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But you, you know, I I was talking to my buddy that um, there's a, he's he's managing in Japan right now, and he's the uh, his, his Alex Ramirez is his name, and he's a uh, he's the all time home run uh, not home run leader, but all time hits leader for foreigner, and. I asked him about Otani, and, he, and he's like, oh, my goodness. He's like, Otani was like, in high school, was like a man. And he, they're like, he he was hitting balls so far out of the pro stadiums as a high school player. And, oh, and wow. high school baseball over there is, is at, they have a tournament once a year. I know I told you this before, but there's a tournament once a year. It's a high school tournament, and it is more widely watched than, than any professional sport there. Oh, that's it's, amazing. It's, it's the top top like every front page of front page of every single uh, newspaper will have whatever the high school tournament is doing and whoever's the hot guy at the time um, but but yeah like Otani he said was just like a different animal that he and I, and I got to talk to him again I we I asked him to do an interview and I and I don't think he can do an interview with us because when you're a property of the Japanese league you can't do interviews without getting permission they won't, oh, wow. They won't, yeah, and they won't allow him to do interviews, actually, um, in, in a lot of situations. So he's like, man, I'd love to do an interview with you, but i got to get the permission of my team. And they keep turning everybody down. So it's just really weird. It's really strange. Well, you know what's funny? Um, that happens a lot in the uh, true crime world. Like, if, you're, if you work for the district attorney mm-hmm. as an investigator, they will not allow you to do any television unless it's um, specific to a case and they want you to do it. But a lot, yeah, a lot of people, they, they're like, right, we don't want you to say anything. <laughs> Just yeah. keep Hey, yeah. by the way, you know, you know, it's, uh, it's getting late. And I haven't mentioned my, uh, my Cole Calhoun update. It's time for the Cole Calhoun, Cole with a K updates <laughs> here on the Believe I believe network. Let's take a look at his stats. 225 average plummeting, but 17 homers, 41 RBIs, 75 strikeouts, 36 base on balls. He's played 80 games. There he is. 17 bombs for Cole Calhoun. Come on, Cole. How'd he get it in there? <laughs> that's your man yeah you got to get it in now because i don't think he's going to be with the team next year so yeah, talk talk about it as much as you can uh you got one year to do it or half a year left uh i'll give you an update six last six games he's he's at 111 one home run three rbis no. you know who else is getting hot is uh ren gifo he's he's been playing very well 
Yeah, I mean, that's I, yeah. I'm glad you said his name because I was struggling with that. I'm like, is it Rajifa? I don't know if I butchered it or not, but I just threw it Rajifa. out there. Yeah, I think the F might be silent, so it's Ringiel. Okay. Yeah, good with that. just making that up. <laughs> no, he has. He's been hot. But look at Listella. Still, he's hit last seven, 381. Mm -hmm. I think Justin Bohr is, you know, is, is starting to see the writing on the wall because in his last seven, 429 with two bombs. Attaboy, oh, Justin. Yeah. Two games, seven at bat. So, yeah, they're, 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 they're getting them in there sparingly, but I don't know. It's going to be tough. Uh, Mike yeah. Trout, though, let's let's uh, should we send up a a surrender flag? Last seven games, Trout's only hitting one eighty two. Oh my! Oh no! <laughs> you think he still has trade value? I don't know. Yeah, I think we should probably trade him now. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you watch Seinfeld? As are you a Seinfeld fan? I, I I love Seinfeld. And when George was the assistant to the assistant of the general manager. Oh yeah, yeah. I never, I didn't see the, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a great idea for trade. We can trade for Bonds and Griffey. And he came up. He's like, no name guys. That was hilarious. That was my uh, George Costanza. Yeah, that's uh, funny. Well, I'll tell you what though. Uh, here's a guy. Here's a guy that needs to kind of turn it around. Lacroix. Last, last five games, struggling, hitting hundreds, one for 10. I got to ask you, when you're like, look at Cole, Hel Cole Calhoun, two for 18. When you're in that kind of slump, do you sit there and go, at least I'm making solid outs? At least I'm squaring it up and just hitting it at people, if that is the case? Or, or, or what do you do to, besides like taking 100 extra pitches in BP or whatever? What do you do? It just depends, right? It depends if you are hitting the ball. If you're hitting the ball hard and making outs, then you're you're frustrated and you're pissed off, but you're not making adjustments because you're like, well, look, I'm hitting the ball. I'm seeing it well. I'm hitting the ball hard. Um, and usually, usually the only person that knows that is your batting coach, and so and so he knows it, but everybody else is like. Man, you're struggling, you know. Or, or, <laughs> you know, you haven't got a hit in a while, and yeah, you because know, everybody's so wrapped up in themselves. But it's if you're not hitting it hard, then it's like, oh boy, you know. And like, like I said earlier, you either try really, really hard, and if that doesn't work, and you try adjustments, and you try to see more pitches, and then you try to try to develop a game plan. You go mm -hmm. in there early, and you work, and if that doesn't work, then you go out and you get hammered, and you take <laughs> off batting practice one day, and then you just Concentrate on how bad your head hurts, and and, and you usually get out of the slump. So you stop. That makes sense, man. It's the yeah. power of the mind is so unbelievable. Most people don't realize it. It's mm -hmm. you know, you become what you think about. Yeah. And I, you know, the, all the self help books and all the gurus basically say the same thing. You become what you think about, and you know, you you think you will, you will. You think you won't, you won't. You know what I mean? And that's more on the yeah. mental side of it. It's like if, if you don't have a swing, you don't have a swing that day, whatever. But it's amazing how people uh, aren't aware that, you know, you really are what you think about. You think you're, you're going to do great. Oh, you yeah. will. 
That's why absolutely right. Time, it's absolutely right. Yeah. Every time we do this, I'm saying we're going to have a great show. And if we do, exactly. if we do, if we don't, I'm like, I need to work on my manifesting skills. <laughs> Come on, yeah, Adam. That's why. That's why you got to get your confidence right. You get your confidence from the belief that you are a good player, not not from what you did last game or the game before or the last week or the last 14 days. You just got to keep believing on. Hey, look, I can play, and you, and eventually you get to that point. If you if you play long enough, you finally get to that point. But um, do you ever that, play with? That's basically the route. Did you ever play with like? Are, are there head cases like for everybody out there that plays softball or men's baseball, or whatever? Every team has a has a guy or two that's just say, like, "I suck. I can't do this. Oh fuck!" You know what I mean? Do those guys yeah. exist in the pros at that level? You know what I mean? Where you just sit there and you go, man, if this guy just screwed his head on straight, he'd be a fucking all-star. Yeah. yeah. Are there I guys mean, like that? And, they're few and far between because those guys usually weed themselves out before you get there unless they're right. like so like talented that they just make it on talent. But those guys weed themselves out because they're emotional roller coasters and you know, they're, they're wearing everything on their sleeve and, and, you know, it just comes with maturity, you know, yeah. it starts to come with maturity as well. And you see it a lot when you're younger because the guys want attention. It's more of like, Hey, they want a pat on the back or they want, right. you know, Hey, it's all right. It's not your fault. We lost, you know, they, they want that, but <laughs> they, those guys, they weed themselves out. I mean, that's a good point. That's a, that's a very good point. Cause you don't, I remember Chris Brown, he played for, God, he played for San Diego. He played for, I think he played for the Giants. He was a guy, he might even play for the Dodgers. He was a guy that was so talented, but he was constantly getting, I don't know if he was in trouble or what, but he didn't, uh, you know, hit his full potential because of, they say because of that, because he was kind of a little bit of a head case. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it happens. I mean, even... I mean, there's always guys always have some doubt. They don't want to show it. You know, they don't want to show anybody it. And, you know, I, I know for me, like I was I would get pissed off a lot when I was in the minor leagues. But then when I get to the big leagues, there was always that I don't want to get I don't want to get pissed off because I don't want to look like an idiot. You, you know what I mean? Where I, yeah. I was like kind of guarding against looking like complete idiot where and and I think it might have hurt me a little bit because I wasn't sometimes sometimes I would at that point in my career I would get mad and use that for energy and use that as motivation and and mm. you know I just had to release some stuff but when I got to the big leagues the first time and even when I got I played in the fall league this one year I was like the youngest guy I was a ball everybody else was in triple a double a and I wouldn't I didn't play the same because I I was with older guys and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be me, you know, and, and, and not, I, I didn't want to get mad, but I wouldn't have thrown anything or started beating up the, you know, right. Cause you didn't feel like dug out or anything, but, right. but no, I just hid even getting mad. I hid. And, and I think that's like, I didn't have any release. I didn't let it out and, and I didn't gain any energy from it. So, you know, that's I, interesting. I, would, I would do that different. I would be me, you know, I'd be more me at that point. But as you get older, you know, that never kind of left me. I could just, I would just kind of hide it in certain situations, but I was always very competitive. And, and when, you know, I didn't compete as well as I thought I should, I'd, I'd get pretty, 
pretty upset. Oh, listen, I mean, you know what they say, you've got to, um, you know, and really any walk of life, they say, don't try to be someone else. You got to be who you are. But especially in sports, man, that had to be, it had to be tough. And I understand, I understand it because I play sports and I'm sure a lot of people get it too. Everybody's played golf with the hothead who smashes a club or fucking every, excuse me, every swing is F this, F that. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you get uncomfortable. You're like, that's not cool. So I understand that. I mean, I when I was young, I used to be kind of fiery, and mm-hmm. I would scream and shit, and um, not scream like a like a, a maniac. But if I struck out or something, I'd be like, fuck, <laughs> right? And throw a yeah. bat, you know, or something like that. And then mm-hmm. somebody said to me one time, dude, you look like. And then I said, no, I actually I saw somebody doing it, and I'm like. God, that guy needs to lighten up. It's a men's league. What's his problem? <laughs> it dawned on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I understand if you don't, if you know, if you're a passionate person in really anything you do, and you kind of like dull your bright light, mm-hmm. you're not going to be as as uh, as as flowing. I so agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're basically that's your energy you know that's your that's your energy sourcing it can be used for anything can be used for good or for bad right so if you get if you get mad at yourself and and you use that as energy and motivation to make the change and to compete even harder next time well that's not a bad thing as long as you're not as long as you're not you know making an idiot out of yourself or showing anybody up or or you know, some guys would smash their bat and go flying and hit somebody in the dugout or something stupid <laughs> like that. I mean, as long as you're not doing anything like that, you, you're okay. Just be you. But but don't just because everybody else and you play on a team where the average age is, you know, 30 years old and you're and you're 22 or 24. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got to act like these guys are so much more mature than me. But they've figured all that stuff out already. Yeah. They, that's that might be not not be their DNA. They might be just a relaxed guy, and if they got all pissed off and angry, it would hurt. It would hurt them. And yeah. so, you know that. I guess the you know the whole thing is just you know you be you, but you know just just don't just don't hurt anybody else or, or affect <laughs> anybody else while you do it, right? <laughs> I got to be honest. A couple of years ago, my men's league, I I was pissed because I got called out in a strike that was almost hit me in the head, and I went to dugout and I kind of, I didn't throw my helmet. I tossed it on the bench, <laughs> the bench, it bounced up and hit a guy in the face. <laughs> that was the last time I ever threw anything. I felt so bad. Exactly. He was such a nice guy. I hit yeah. him right in the face and left a big welt on his head. I was like, holy smokes. <laughs> hey, oh, by the way, um, did you think they heard our uh, our Berea call? on? Uh, they started them. I think they did. You know what? Five innings pitch, one, uh, was it, one earned run? Yeah, one earned run. They did a, they did a little piggyback with him, but um, that's a pretty good start right there. That is a good, a good start. start. And, and I'll tell you, he um, – you know, speaking of confidence, that's got to be a huge, huge, you know, boost of confidence for him. A small, you know, wasn't a lot, you know, only a few innings, but still, that's 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 huge. I'll take five. I'll take five innings, one run every time out. So would he? Let's hope they keep running them out there. You know what I mean? Now it's time to let's keep running them out. See what you got. I mean, obviously, 
you know, he, he can pitch. The guy can play, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that was good to see. Yeah, no, I agree. And, 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 you know, it's, it's the thing we talked about last week. You're in the middle, you're, you're hovering around 500, four and a half, five out of the wild card, right? What do you do? You got a lot of money. You got a lot of money coming off the books, you know, there, I say one or two arms away or one good arm and a decent arm because the bullpen's decent. You know, I mean, think about it. One arm, one guy could swing this team uh, up to the top of the wild card. One, yeah. one good arm, one good arm, you know, and of course if the offense stays healthy, everybody keeps hitting, but my boy Cole Calhoun better get to get his average up. Come on, buddy. Don't want us down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, partner, let's, uh, any predictions for this week coming up? What do you predict? Let's make our, let's make a prediction about, uh, yeah, next, this is a good prediction week too. It's a next good, seven it's games. A good run up games. Let's see. We got one, two, three in Texas. One, two, three in Houston. So we have uh, six games mm-hmm. before the All Star game. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I hope they go three and three. Okay. I. I'm gonna say. That's just me being me. Yeah. No, no. But I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna back you with that. I'm going to say I'm hoping for at least a 500. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into Texas after everything that's going on, Texas is hot. They're t- playing great ball. The weather's warm. It's hot there. So I'm going to say I'm hoping three and three for the all-star break. Uh, wishful thinking is three and three. I think it's going to be a, a two and four. Okay. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna take. You're going with two and four. Two and four. I'm, we're gonna take one out of three from Texas, especially with the hangover where everything's going on. And we're gonna go into Houston and uh, easily win one. <laughs> easily win. So I'm going two and four just to be different, but I think it's gonna be three and three. All right. Well, there you have it. So I'll take three and three. You take two and four, and. Um, and, and I'm gonna, you became I'll, even you become even more disliked. I know by, <laughs> by the people of, that listen to our podcast. So no, I'm me look good. I'm be so honest. happy. I'm so happy you're you're my co-host. Because exactly. You well, you know, really look at, you know, if you watch any of these these cop shows, there's a good cop and a bad cop, <laughs> but they work together to get the job done. So that's, that's right. what I'm doing. Is I'm just you know I'm working with you mm-hmm. as the bad cop to get the job done. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. All right, should I take us out? I'll take us out. Here you go. Take us out, brother. Hey, everybody. If you enjoyed the show, besides you know, besides me and and Adam, <laughs> please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can find us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com, and at Believe Podcasts. And if you like us. Hey, rate the show on iTunes and answer our trivia question. In the description, write a question, and we will try to answer it on the show. Uh, If you give us a really bad review, we'll probably talk about that, too, just for fun. Maybe we'll call you. You can tell us why you think we're only a four-star. Don't encourage people to get a bad review. But anyway, uh, guys, thanks for listening. And, you know, before we go, uh, Adam, let's not forget, let's pray for the family. Let's pray pray for those players. and um, let's uh, 
uh, let's not forget what, what really matters out there. That's right. Well said, partner. All right, partner. Hey, have right, a great Angels. July 4th. Everybody be safe. Remember, you're lighting those fireworks. Keep them away from your face. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.